Blog Talk Radio. Corruption. Racism. Xenophobia. White supremacy. Healthcare protections hanging by a thread. Law enforcement encouraged to commit acts of brutality. Peaceful people being separated from their families. And at the helm, a man beholden to Russia who is so unhinged that his actions could actually lead us to nuclear war. Join Liberal Dan Radio, Talk from the Left, That's Right, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. Together we must stand against the destruction of this country and the ideals we hold dear. Before it's too late. That's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it is area code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. You can also join us in the chat thread on blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. And you could also leave any questions, concerns, comments, etc., over on the show thread at liberaldan.com or facebook.com slash liberaldan or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. I am going to be doing the show a little bit differently today because it's been a very busy week at work and I've been getting over being sick and I have writing to do for my writing class and there's just so much stuff that is going on in the news and in politics this week that I really didn't have time to do much prep. So it's going to be an unscripted sort of as you go, I'll take go by the flow type show. I'm rhyming too much. And I'll be uh, taking your calls as well. You know, so you can call about it. If you want to talk about whatever you want to talk about, that's fine too. Again, the call number is 914-803-4131. I'll take a couple of breaks here and there, especially if my throat starts to get sore and I need a little bit of a uh, need a little bit of a drink or something, and it's going to be too loud. <clears throat> Excuse me, over the radio. Uh, but anyway, you know, any topic you want to talk about, totally fair game. Uh, but we've got plenty of topics to talk about. But the first thing I want to do is I, I want to give a shout out uh, to my good buddy, my pal. Nimbus Yosh on Twitter. Uh, we are friends in real life, too. Imagine that. People are actually friends in real life and not just on the internet. And he has started a show called the Percy Podcast. So if you go to at Percy Podcast, I believe that's correct, on Twitter, uh, you can check out. Oh, that's not his. Maybe it's the Percy Podcast on Twitter. The Percy, there you go. 
the at the Percy Podcast on Twitter. Uh, it's a brand new account. He is doing, uh, you know, using Anchor for his podcasting platform. Um, he is about six episodes in. You know, there some of them a little more short form, but he's got a great voice uh, for podcasting. Uh, I'm not gonna say if he has a face for podcasting. Let that you can decide that one for yourself. Uh, um, he uh, no, but the, the, the sh- his podcast is a really well done. He flows really well, and he, I I want to do some I want to do some projects with him, both politically and non politically, um, on YouTube. I want to make some videos with him. I want to you know have him. I have had him on the show before. I want to have him on the show more often. I was trying to reach out to him to see if he was free tonight, but it didn't look like he was. So. But definitely check out his podcast uh, as well. Um, solid material, and it's only going to get better from here. So uh, follow him again at the Percy Podcast on Twitter. <clears throat> so you know, I wanted to do a show last week because um, I think it was last week that Trump did this. It's, it's sometimes the things that Trump do. There's a Jim Jeffries uh, stand-up bit where. You know, I listen to it, and he goes over all the horrible stuff that Trump has done. And it's like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that, too. Trump has literally done so much bad as president that you forget a lot of the bad that he's done because a lot of the other bad that he's done just so far outweighs it. But you're like, oh, yeah, that was pretty crappy, too. Oh, imagine that. So, again, the the list of horrible things that Donald Trump has done has made it difficult to uh, keep track of which week they happened in. But uh, his whole tweet about you – know, he, he went back and he doubled down on his raking or brooming or whatever it was, cleaning forest floors. You know, back when Trump initially was like, California needs to make sure that the – or I'm sorry, California needs to make sure that the – forests are clean, that you need to clean the floors of the forest, and that's why you have so many forest fires. Uh, Only you can prevent forest liars. Um, And even, I think he cited Norway. Norway, they clean their forest floors, and they don't have the fire problems that we do. And maybe it was Finland. Finland, I think it was. And Finland was like, what? what are you talking about? What? No, they were like, no, you you are crazy. Don't even try and bring us into your foolishness. We don't want any part of it, not whatsoever. So the uh, he's back at it again, and he's he's threatening to he wants to withhold funds from California because the forest fires aren't being dealt with. And he's blaming California for the forest fires not being, you know, ignore the fact that Donald Trump is in charge of the federal government and the federal government is in charge of probably about 55% of the forests in California to begin with. It's on federal land, so it would be the federal responsibility to take care of them. You know, let's ignore that for a second or not. And... So 
you've got <clears throat> him threatening to not take to take funds away from California because they're dealing with an, an emergency. Now, I'm, I was just in California a few weeks back, and fortunately, I didn't have to deal with any of that. I, we kind of dodged some bullets there, but the idea that a sitting American president, or any American president for that matter, whether or not they were sitting or or removed from office, would somehow say that a state should not receive funding for dealing with an emergency, especially because they didn't listen to the president's stupid advice when it comes to cleaning forest floors. Forest floors. Did I say florist floors? I think I said florist floors. Cleaning forest floors. It's ridiculous. And to me, it almost borders on. And and then he said he wanted, he offered help to Putin to deal with his forest fires. I mean, they want Republicans like to throw the the treason word around. And there's the radio show I listened to. This one guy loves talking about how all these liberals pushing for trying to remove a duly elected president from office are treasonous. It's not treason to want to impeach a president. It's a power given to the Congress to remove a president for high crimes and misdemeanors. And no, they don't want to admit that there are high crimes and misdemeanors, but there are. You've got obstruction of justice. He's obstructing every time he advises or he tells somebody to not to not come and testify when they're subpoenaed. That's another count of obstruction that he could be found guilty on. He probably thinks that Pence can pardon him, but he can't. Pence became president after Trump was removed from office. Now, the idea that Trump would be removed from office is very hopeful one indeed, probably one that's not going to happen, because to expect the Republicans in the Senate to actually do their jobs and to convict based on facts and not party loyalty is something that is super crazy and not something that anybody should really think is going to happen. But the process needs to happen anyway, uh, because we have to show that these Republicans are not going to follow the law. They're not going to uphold the Constitution and keep to their oaths that they took. They're instead going to be loyal to a president, to a person, and not to the country. And they need to be exposed for the frauds that they are. So that's why this needs to continue. This needs to happen. And and I'm glad they're moving along and making sure that they're dotting every I and crossing every T and making sure that there's an open and shut case that can at least be made to the American public who can then reject Trump. And will they? Well, you don't know, but uh, from this week, it seems like it might be show. So let's go ahead and take a small break. Uh, go ahead and take your calls as well. 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.
Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a rideshare driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation. It's area code 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. You can call in if you're listening after the live broadcast. Again, you can leave your comments and questions, concerns, etc. in response to uh, the show thread at liberaldan.com, facebook.com slash liberaldan, or at liberaldanradio on Twitter. <clears throat> now, again, we could talk all show about the horrible things that Donald Trump has done and will continue to do, and you know, I might throw some stuff in there as well. But we also have to talk about what happened this week, including Ken freaking Tucky. Yeehaw! Ken Frickin' Tucky elected a Democratic governor. Wow. Uh, when I saw that, I just immediately stopped what I was doing, turned on TV. I was like, I have to watch the news right now to see what's going on. I don't want to be punked. I want to make sure that I'm following this exactly, I'm seeing exactly what's going on. And it was true by 5,000 votes. The, the governor was slated to win by 5%. The incumbent Republican governor, who Donald Trump on Tuesday, Monday came down and supported, and guess what? He failed. He even said, if you don't come vote out, vote for me. If, if, if this candidate loses, if Levin loses, Bevin, whatever his name is, if he loses, they're going to say that it was a failure on my part. Well, it was a failure on your part. I think it's very possible that people heard his crap that he said and said, you know what? We're rejecting this. We're tired of this, tired of you, and we're going to come out and vote against you. Now, there was a, a libertarian candidate who, you know, they don't have, I guess it, there's, it's just first the post in Kentucky. It's not like here in Louisiana where we had one candidate who got 46% of the vote, um, but he did not hit 50% plus one vote and as such is in a runoff. But in Kentucky, apparently it's just first of the post. You win, you're in. And he won by 5,000 votes. Of course, Somebody, Bevin, of course, is going to be contesting the election, and there is conversations that uh, in a contested election that the Kentucky law allows the Kentucky legislature, which is still controlled by Republicans, 
uh, that they could then decide the outcome of the election. And if they do that, OMG, I can't imagine what's going to happen at that point. But let's hope we're not there. Let's hope they don't try and steal the election out from underneath the duly elected Republican Sorry, by the duly elected Democratic governor-elect. So, but not only, this is key, not only did a Democrat win in Ken frickin' Tucky, Virginia held its elections as well. Virginia has, already has a Democratic governor and a Democratic attorney general, but now... The legislature is in control by the Democrats. They run the state legislature of both houses, the uh, House of Delegates or whatever it's called over there, and the state Senate. They won both, and so they have it all. The Democrats in Virginia will now be responsible for redistricting, and while I hope they fix any districting problems that do exist in that state – Uh, I I definitely do not want them to swing the pendulum so far the other way that they do the same thing that the Republicans do in states, which is over-gerrymander. They need to un-gerrymander. I I don't know how bad the gerrymandering is in Virginia as compared to states like Pennsylvania and Ohio, but something needs to be done to make sure that they're fairly drawn lines. Hell, you know, my stance on it, if you listen to the show long enough, you know that I support uh, getting rid of congressional districts altogether and moving to a slate of candidates in each state. That way, the voters can vote on slates of candidates and not have to worry about congressional districts. Just because you live three blocks away from a district doesn't mean you shouldn't have a vote or shouldn't have a say or not be able to support a candidate that you support. Let the people have their say. This is supposed to be the people's house. Voting for slates of candidates would make it more likely, not less likely, that uh, people will have their choice in the house for who they want to be representing them. Um, So you have Virginia uh, that is now solidly blue. I don't think that I don't think Virginia would now be seen as being in play. Like if you would have asked me in 2016, (coughs) excuse me, I might've said that Hillary Clinton was likely to win Virginia, but it's potentially a swing state. I don't think you can label it a swing state anymore. If it swung blue during an off year election, then during an on year election, when turnout is guaranteed to be higher, it's probably safe blue, regardless of who the blue is. So now I just got to worry about states like Pennsylvania and Florida. Now, Florida should be, um, hopefully, you know, because I think part of this rule was already thrown out, the requirement of having to pay money to get uh, back on the ballots after you uh, serve time in jail. Uh, hopefully, uh, they, will, they will make sure that people will get their voting rights back. Uh, because that's what the people voted for in 2016. Even though the people voted for Donald Trump, the people also to allow for convicts to get their voting rights back. So hopefully the voting rights will come back and maybe that will help turn uh, Florida back to being blue. Um, Pennsylvania needs some help, obviously. Now we did have, I think it was the Pennsylvania House or the representation of Pennsylvania had to be redrawn because of a court case uh, which enabled um, 
a redrawing of the lines because the Republicans who controlled the Pennsylvania legislature did a, such a piss poor job of it that it was just so blatantly obvious that they were disenfranchising voters that somebody had to do something. And the judges said, nope, this is not good. So and then, of course, you have um, other smaller elections that took place. There's a, a small town in Pennsylvania. No, I'm sorry, New Jersey uh, that elected their first Democratic mayor. Uh, Mike Pence's town, I believe, is now now has a Democratic mayor. A town in Arizona has, you know, elected. I think the entire city government has now gone to the Democrats. It's, you know, that they say all politics is local, and and while I don't necessarily believe that to be the case in all cases, I think there's a lot of cases where politics is national. Uh, that actually is coming into play here in Louisiana, uh, and I'll talk about that I think after the next break, but. You know, there there are definitely plenty of times where, where politics is national takes national issues come into play, even on state and local elections, depending on, you know, what the office is for, um, and and I guess what's the demographics of the particular municipality or state uh, will determine whether or not the national politics will come into play. But here in Louisiana, it's definitely the case where where it's going to come into play. Um, but you know, and then you have today going back to the bad stuff that happened. So you have, you know, because you have all these losses that are going on uh, in, in, in state governments, the Trump administration is scrambling and they're like, well, we got to do something. So Donald Trump Jr. gets on TV and names the alleged name of the whistleblower, which a lot of people will tell you should be considered a crime done by Donald Trump Jr. Now, it's a federal crime, which means guess who? Donald Trump could pardon him if he so desired to, which, you know, I don't, I'm not holding my breath on that not happening. That's for damn sure. Um, Cause uh, guess what? Donald Trump will, will pardon everybody he needs to pardon to pay off people politically. And that's probably what that, that could very well be what he's told these people. He might have told these people, look, you don't testify. If people tell you that you've committed a crime, just go with it, and I will pardon you after the fact. He probably thinks he'll be reelected uh, come, you know, the next, next from 2000, 2020 and 2021 when he takes office. Uh, if he, when he takes office, he probably thinks that when 2021, when he takes office, he could then do whatever he wants, have carte blanche, he'd pardon everybody who's been found guilty of a crime. Um, in you know, at least a federal crime. So I think it's quite possible that that could be what he's thinking. Obviously, he, he knows that he could pardon his family um, or he would pardon his family regardless. Even I think if he lost, I mean, he'd probably go on a pardoning spree. I pardon you. You get a pardon. I'm like the Oprah of pardons. Everyone gets a pardon. You get a pardon. You get a pardon. You get a pardon. Everybody gets a pardon. Arden. So we will uh, see if that happens, and hopefully we'll we'll have to see uh, if the, hopefully that will come to fruition. I.e., that he will no longer be in office, and that he'll not be reelected, and as such, we could then he'll he'll then have to face the who do I pardon game. I don't want him to pardon any criminals. I want everybody to be uh, you know found guilty who is guilty of those crimes. 
However, we all know, I think we all know that that's, you know, that Donald Trump is going to protect the people who protected him, most likely. I'll never, never know. It's possible that he could lose election and then just run away to a non-extradition country and say, I'm gone, America. You don't want me anymore, so I don't want you anymore. I'm moving to New Zealand, and I'm going to go, you know, find me a koala or something. I don't know. Anyway, let's go ahead and take another break. Uh, Come back, take your calls as well. Uh, Discuss uh, some local Louisiana stuff. And, of course, anything you want to as well, 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. This is, let's see, I didn't even hit the button yet. Been, again, it's been a while since I've been doing the podcast. A couple of weeks, so I'm running. I'm not. I'm a little rusty with making sure to hit all the right buttons. Anyway, so again, nine one four eight zero three forty one thirty one. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. Are you someone who is looking to get into the ride-sharing business, be it for a side hustle or a full-time gig? Are you currently a ride-share driver wondering how to increase your earnings? Are you simply a new rider looking for first-time rider credits? Head on over to RideshareDan.com for those first-time rider credits, sign-up bonuses for new drivers, and my tips and tricks to help you make more money in the gig economy. That's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation. It's area code 914-803-4131. That's 914-803-4131. And again, you can also comment over at uh, at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan, or the show thread at on LiberalDan.com. Talking about the elections and uh, the elections that took place yesterday and the big Democratic wins, obviously there wasn't that much to expect in Mississippi, where obviously the Republican governor is going to win because Mississippi and and Louisiana are pretty much going to be 49th and 50th and almost everything you want, um, except for football. Yeah, football. Well, you know, I'm a Saints fan. Saints fan should have won the Super Bowl the last two years, but uh, we're not bitter at all or anything. No, stupid referees last year. <laughs> um, but Louisiana, <clears throat> uh, 
we have our gubernatorial election going on. It's currently early voting, and I have already early voted. Uh, there's some local New Orleans issues on the ballot. There's runoff elections going on for various seats where you had multiple people running. And you also, I'm one of those races where you had multiple people running was this election for governor. Now you have an interesting situation where um, there's, an, there's a flyer going around. I don't know who it's by because I can't necessarily – every image I've seen, I haven't been able to check out and see if there is a uh, paid-for-by message on it. And there's also another ad going on with it basically trying to link uh, Responi to Trump and both of them to not just Jindal but to David Duke. And it's, it's, it's an interesting ploy. I mean, you know, clearly you can tie Donald Trump to white supremacists because Donald Trump clearly shared a Twitter image uh, that was from a white supremacist website where Hillary Clinton was over a pile of money with a, a star David on top. And if you say it's a Chevy star, you're an idiot. Sheriff stars, A, uh, have little circles at the tips, and B, why would a sheriff star be over money? It doesn't make any sense. A typical anti-Jewish, anti-Semitic trope is the idea of money. So a star of David over money clearly would be a anti-Jewish type of image trying to show that Hillary Clinton is supported by the Jews. And therefore, according to those people, that she's bad. But so that's, that's Donald Trump. I don't necessarily know if you can take Responi and do the same thing with Responi, except for the fact that Responi just wants to let tie himself to Trump's wagon so hard that you never know, um, you know, what he actually agrees. And he doesn't really talk about what he talks about, he, what he believes much, because he went to one debate. He, there was one debate that he went to, everything else he skipped. Uh, he doesn't really talk much about the policies or the issues that he talks about. He just makes vague platitudes about how, He's a businessman, and a businessman knows what to do when you're in a, in, in a certain economy, and you want to you want a businessman to run in government, and you, you know, I, he loves Trump, and he doesn't like illegals, and oh my God, he doesn't like illegals. When John Bell Edwards during that debate, he was trying to say that Responi hired foreign workers instead of hired Louisianans. Why did you? Why did you hire – if Louisiana is so bad off in jobs, why did you not hire Louisianans? Why did you hire foreign labor? And then Responi kept on saying, I didn't hire anybody illegal. And Edward says, I didn't say you hired people who were illegal. I said you hired foreign workers. And Responi again goes, I didn't hire anybody illegal. Responi's de- debate de- performance uh, to say it left a lot to be desired is very, just to be very giving to him. Uh, to me, he proved that he was not ready. Of course, um, Jeff, my uh, my friend with the conservative pod, conservative radio show, um, he says that John Bell Edwards became unhinged. Uh, John Bell Edwards got a little frustrated. They got frustrated because Responi was clearly not ready for the debate. Clearly, you know. You know, he was told to ask John Bell Edwards a question on infrastructure, and he kept on asking a question on raising taxes. Like, he couldn't actually ask the question that was asked of him he, to ask. He had to ask, he wanted to pivot it around. Now, and, and now, look, there are politicians who are very artful 
at the art of the pivot. I mean, I've seen debates. I've seen people like take a question or take say, hey, ask the question about this. And they just go, well, blah, 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 but this instead. And then they managed to turn around. And I'm like, while annoying, that was very well done. That was very impressive. It was not impressive when uh, Eddie Rasponi did that. He was, he just failed miserably, miserably at trying to pivot those questions into other uh, non-related questions. Um, now, there's other things that are said on this flyer that, again, I'm trying to tie Rasponi to David Duke. Um, and it, like Southern and Grambling are two historically black colleges, universities in the state of Louisiana. And uh, there's the pers- one of the people who is backing Rasponi, who's got behind Rasponi, I forget his name. Uh, he, you know, wants to do things that um, would potentially cause you know the universities to be merged into the system, and therefore you'd lose Southern and Grambling, and that would be seen as a negative amongst people who go to those colleges. And as such, people are trying to say that he's not looking up to you. But I don't know if the desire to close Southern and Grambling uh, makes you akin to um, David Duke or not, and some of the other things that are listed on that flyer. I don't know if they make you akin to David Duke or not, so it seems like it's a bit of a stretch. Um, but um, uh, the idea is that responding, he, he took on an ad in the New Orleans newspaper, um, damning Bedwards for uh, wanting sanctuary cities, the myth of sanctuary cities, um, damning Edwards for. Um, what else? Damn Edwards for that thing, you know, you know being supportive of people who are here in violation of our border policies, being, you know, just generally supporting taxpayer funds, being supported to to oppose ICE and a uh, whole bunch of typical xenophobic crap. And so, if that, that's the closest you could probably get, is that. The article, the advertisement that Eddie Rasponi took out of the paper was seen as very xenophobic, just as xenophobic as Donald Trump's proposed during his campaign when he proposed the total and complete ban on Muslims entering this country. Um, And then you could probably spin that into, well, David Duke is also a xenophobe and, you know, wants to secure the blessings of prosperity for black people. Um. So uh, I can see how you draw the line, but it still feels like the, 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 the flyer itself is a bit of a stretch. So eh, I, I probably wouldn't have made that flyer, but again, I don't even know who made the flyer because I haven't been able to see a paid for by statement on the flyer. So what else? Um, That's pretty much about it that I wanted to talk about today. You've got the, you've got the elections, the amazing response for that took place in the elections. You've got, um, you've got the Louisiana election going on. You have Donald Trump's horribleness when it comes to withholding, the suggestion that we might withhold funds from the, from the state of California because they didn't listen to him because his ego is so freaking fragile 
that he can't handle when a state doesn't listen to him. He doesn't think he has the best ideas ever. My ideas are the best. They're the best ideas. Nobody, nobody rakes the florist floor better than Donald Trump, let me tell you. But, I mean, he was right about one thing. People are definitely going to blame him for the loss. Although, I think somebody on Fox News tried to say that the loss in Kentucky was proof of Donald Trump's success. Uh, I guess if you want to see it that way, fine, whatever. Anyway, I'll go ahead and uh, end this week's show. Um, thank you for listening. You turn in every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Central on Blog Talk Radio. And check out Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan to get uh, links for each show or get notice when we're canceling for the week because I'm sick or whatever. Uh, again, you can always go to LiberalDan.com as well. So next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. <laughs>